when we say like live your the best life adventure curious or, or creative or courage or clarity it's just start in the smallest little ways yeah that's how we really started it, it has been a, such a wrestle it's been so hard it's been frustrating at times but then it starts easing and going and flowing and that boom and now we're at this point where it's like it just becomes that magic that's Chris Grubisa and Alex Lassen of Curlix, and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Hey guys, I'm your host, Kara Duffy, and in this episode, I had the pleasure of sitting down with one of my favorite power couples, Chris Grubisa and Alex Lassen. They're married, they're parents, and they're co-founders of Curlix, an international multi-experiential marketing agency. I am amazed at how they work together, their personal relationship, and how it's possible to have it all. You're going to love meeting them. Before we jump into this episode, I want to remind you to come and join my Powerful Ladies Thrive membership. The best way to ensure you live your dream life is to have a community and a coach that will help you get there. And that's exactly what Thrive is for. Join us today. Go to powerfulladies.mn.co and jump into our twice-weekly group coaching sessions to kickstart everything that matters to you and transform your year. In February, we'll be discussing how you can discover your business love language and use that to create your ideal career and business that you spend as much time as possible working in your zone of genius and aligned with your purpose. All right, guys, welcome to the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Hi, how are you? We missed you. Thanks for having <laughs> us. Thanks for having me. This is yeah, cool. of course. I'm in the past, so thank you. Yeah. Well, you technically were in the room too. You were like a silent member of that oh, last okay. podcast. I'll just do that again with this. <laughs> I'll do all the talking. <laughs> Well, it's funny because you were in the room with us and you're taking photos and we've had other, you know, partners or husbands come in, but usually they're either like in the lobby or they're like, we're going to go get a coffee or they're in the sound booth. But you were like, no, I'll just sit here quietly. And you were so good at sitting there quietly. Like I was very impressed. Silent mode. So the shutter wasn't like, clicking. It was just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's begin. Please introduce yourselves and let's tell everybody what you're up to. I'm Chris Gravista. I am a co-founder CEO of Krillix. And I'm Alex Lassen, and I'm the COO of Krillix. And, and you are married uh, to each other. Oh, yeah, and we're married We're to married each to each other, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is my life and work partner. Partner, life partner, everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got, we, there was one time an article written, and they were like, they're partners, but then in brackets put life. And I was like, I love that. <laughs> Krillix is a, is a multidisciplinary creative agency specializing in digital and in-person experiences, for those who don't know. Um, and we'll, I'm sure we're going to get into all of that in just a second. So this <laughs> gets right into it. No, I love it. Definitely CEO mindset. I appreciate it. <laughs> so part of why I wanted to have you guys on, and I've invited a couple of my favorite power couples on, is because for my whole life, I've been obsessed with couples who are in romantic relationships and in working relationships, mm -hmm. um, partly because the romantic in me is like, that's the dream life. We just do it all together. And then also because usually they're the most creative, interesting people that I've read about or I know and interact with. 
So to have like a real life power couple in my life and now on the <laughs> podcast, like I'm very excited about this. It's Does okay. your life feel as glamorous as it occurs to me? I don't, I don't think I look at us as a power couple, but in a way we are, we are. Yeah. I just, <laughs> Oh, to me, it's always like, it's been like a couple, but like a team to just <laughs> like we're always just a team at everything. Yeah. To get really like real and, and, and like kind of into it. It's like, that's all we knew. That's true. We started this way. We met in film school. Very, uh, we like, were friends. Young, like early twenties. Mm-hmm. Actually, even teens, actually. I was in legal drinking Asia in Canada when we met. So yeah. Chris's, Chris's first like boyfriend duties were to take me to a bar. When I turned 19. When you're 19, was yeah. like a good and he year. was like, he yeah. was like, how have you not experienced? Like he was, you know, already a year older, embarrassed that what was happening. But anyway, so it's been the whole twenties <laughs> together of just that. Yeah. It's been building up. Yeah. And we were friends so. when we first met. So, and in film school, you're, you rely so much on your team. Mm-hmm. And so we got, we got brought up in this environment right away where we had to rely on each other um, for productions. And then, a spark happened and we applied that into our personal lives and worked at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and we worked at it. I mean, it's not, it's not easy. That's for sure. Um, we've gone through things where our business was at home and we realized that, you know, that's not healthy and had to split it. Then we, you know, divided it and was nice. Um, and now we're back in, but now we know so much better of working from home that it hasn't felt like what it did a couple of years ago, but then also, when you meet someone in your twenties and you're growing up, like you're, we're literally growing up together. So that's been, every, yeah, it's been a, a buffet of everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Including the appetizers and the dessert buffets. Yeah. And sometimes the bad customer service. Oh, it's been, yeah, it's been, yeah. You're saying, as you're saying all this, I'm like relaying the years and the yeah. montaging in my head. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not until I think about two years ago where we really started finding a really good flow, I would say. Do you disagree with that? It's, uh, yeah. Like we started getting like a really good flow. In the last, what, in a couple of years or? Two, I would say like about two years. We've yeah. really like nailed this flow. Because I think that also comes with like, I mean, you're expanding in your own being in the relationship together on the personal side. And then you flip it to the professional side of the career. It's like, there's been times where you wanted to go a little bit left and I go a little bit right. And then how do you meet in the middle? And then finding even that dynamic, I think all of our wants and needs and everything, et cetera, is coming just alignment. Yeah. Because you're doing a ton of work now that's not with me. And then you're splitting your workload with me yeah. on the other side. And I'm doing the exact same. So finding even that balance is like, yeah. takes time. It, and it's interesting because if we were asked, how did we make it work a couple of years ago? We would say, oh, well, Chris is doing the creative and I'm doing the administrative business side. And now it's, no, we're actually very much merged. It's uh, blended now. It's yeah. total, yes. Yeah, because weak. now we, instead of mm-hmm. focusing just on production now, we're not, we've become a multidisciplinary agency. So we're doing so many more different departments that Chris and I have become like, I would say, the best way to identify is like actual partners <laughs> and yeah. making decisions together rather than, okay, here's a project. It's split in half. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, it's yeah. been, I hope that answers your question, but it's definitely been kind of like massaging it for the last 10, 12 years. Oh yeah. And I imagine it would also, I mean, when, whenever you're business owners, the roles and needs and everything changes, right? Because at first you have to do everything yourself. So 
divide and conquering is a survival tactic even more than like, is this how, how we work best together, right? And now you guys are at a place where you have a whole agency. So you have contractors and freelancers and team members. And so what you, you have the power to delegate. So you guys really get to choose now, what do we actually like doing? So the fact that you've were together, kind of went apart and come back together actually makes total sense to me. It's like how a business works. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's been, yeah. It feels like you yeah, had breathing in that sense. And now we're like the lungs, you know what the lungs are. You can inhale now, you can do breathing exercises with like your company. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's insane. It's cool. But what I hear is you guys are talking about your relationship together and how you work as business partners. There seems to be some fundamental agreements or commitments that you guys have to each other. Are there any of those that you want to share with everyone listening? Um, like I imagine yeah, being so, committed yeah. to like you guys as a team, as a relationship before a business would probably be one of them. Relationship before a business. That's what yeah, I, I got to feel. Yeah. So okay, you do. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Cause I, I was, uh, that took me, that, that took me a little bit cause I feel like it just naturally happens, but I know <laughs> that we did make agreements. Agreement is so my the first that came to my mind was the like hard outs at four or five p.m. at the day. Is that what we're yeah? Yeah. So like boundaries in that sense. We'll start with these like simple fundamental ones that uh when we were in the studio every single day pre-COVID, um the sign would go off. Oh yeah, we and had so a we sign have, and a timer. Yeah, we had our neon sign in our agency. We put on a timer and those were our hard outs and hard ends of you know, we try to actually we we pretty we nailed it at 9 a.m. Always in the morning was great, but at 5 p.m. would go to six and seven. Uber Eats would have to be at the door by eight, nine, and then move on. So those boundaries of just the bookends of the day, which gave the week, which gave you know the freedom for date nights in the middle of the week, um, mm-hmm. things of that nature. That's the most like fundamental that came my dinners together, no TV, no cell phones. We actually cook dinner together, which has been really fun because we'll find Mm -hmm. recipes that we've maybe never cooked or excited to try. So, uh, doing that together, we cooking is like the best. There's no, you, we would like print it off or just find on your phone and what I put music on and just maybe even glass of wine. And that was it. We just like went at it. No one could tell us what you do and how to do it and da, 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 there's no tips or anything. We just did it. And then at the end yeah. we get to again, enjoy it. enjoy it. And then I'll also have a conversation through that meal as well. So mm-hmm. um, being okay, uh, being honest with each other and <laughs> yeah, taking ownership at in certain situations mm-hmm. too. But um, to me, it's amazing because why I think we've worked so long together and and well and well is because yeah. of, we share the same values. So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we always go back to our values. I think that's sort of the key to every relationship, business or personal. But also, I'm able to say things to Chris that might be hurtful, but there's also a massive understanding there. I'm bringing this up because we have to. So there's these difficult conversations we're able to have with each other that I don't think. Uh, most relationships can. And that's why that's, that's been, that's worked really well. And during dinner, while we're cooking, those conversations slowly starts um, coming out because you're in a calmer state and you're not just exploding of, Mm -hmm. you know, this is, this is how I'm feeling. You, you said this, it's more of a casual thing. And it's really, and it, I mean, if you can, 
you can be upset. I don't like I say I don't know either. Um, on the other end of working with other, uh, at, like just being an employee, like you can keep work at work, but this really goes into our dinners and at yeah. night. So there's like the boundaries of there kind of is no boundaries, but you have to set the boundaries. I think we've learned over the years, mm-hmm. and it's it's not necessarily like the other thing that came to mind was your uh, if there's an issue. It gets brought up at dinner, but it's not specifically about that client. It's about the, that you care. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we start talking about caring and then it gets, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a whole dynamic. The interesting thing is going to be once our son can actually join us at dinner and then we have to really limit that time having those conversations because that's where I think is like our next challenge, especially Mm -hmm. communication is we don't want him to know the frustrations that we have at work. Not all of them. I want him to know that. Yeah. Yeah, But with each other or whatever, (laughs) you don't want to be bringing up all, you want him to be able to talk too. And so, so it's going to be an interesting sort of phase where it's like, well, where do Chris and I get our time to communicate? So Mm -hmm. yeah, challenges. I, we've done like this, but I, but honestly, we always say that number one is communication for us. Mm Uh, above all it's and we used to think it was respect but it's really communication well I feel, and I feel too like you you guys probably already have like no we respect each other like that's yeah. just a given now mm-hmm. like before it was like I don't know let's make sure I do respect you and now you're like no no I actually do like you've impressed me enough I respect you now so yeah. now we have to just talk about it yeah but you know, I think underlying what you guys are saying, and I don't know if you guys even see it anymore, but there's such a clear commitment to each other and to making the us of you guys work that I don't think you, neither of you have said, but it's been underneath everything that you have said. So I just think that's really beautiful. And I'm impressed. When when Chris was like, okay, we should start this. We were going through all the legal stuff. I, I said to him, above all, it's us over this company. If this company falls apart, like if our relationship is falling apart, we're prioritizing this relationship over this business. And there have been times where we just said, shut the door on the business. We're not talking about it. We clearly have something to work on between each other. And, yeah. Yeah. and that's, yeah. that's the, like, Chris will be like, get in the car. We're going a weekend away. We need to like clearly talk. Something's wrong. Something's going on. Um, you know, you know, we don't, we didn't always get that kind of luxury. Cause it was like, we actually took our very first digital detox vacation last year this yeah this 2021 yeah 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 a couple like a week ago uh two weeks ago but yeah so it's like that was a pretty that that was even us in a relationship above anything else yeah yeah that's and you brought up the our son at dinner table that's like the new chapter i i literally had my phone away from me for days on end this break and i was like this is a refreshing new feeling and i just i let it go in areas of Mm-hmm. let's explore that space. Let's not be yeah. on our phone for like a good, you know, people were calling me and emailing me. I felt bad. I was like, I'm sorry. And they're like, that's, but. You got to turn it off. Yeah. yeah. I, I have some clients that will text me 24 seven and the, and I have to just not respond. Right. Yeah. That's all I can do. Yeah. I wish there was a way to like block certain people over the weekends, but. Yeah. Um, that's interesting to me too, because there are, boundaries with us where not our clients don't have our numbers so I wonder like how you and Jesse do that too because 
you, you are so close with your clients. There's such a personal relationship there. Mm-hmm. Even with our coaches, we are, we're, noticing, we're noticing we're crossing that line with them. <laughs> it's like, it's like, how do you, yeah. How do you have that conversation or how do you, the fact that you say like, I have to make a boundary and stop mm-hmm. them. It's great. And I think that's where it starts because we'll find a lot of uh, partnerships that don't do that. And right mm-hmm. away, Kristen and I are like, whoa. We know what that hill's going to look like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it's one that we're that we still work through, right? Because I'm, for me, if I want to do something, I just start doing it. Like I'm a highly self motivated person, so if I'm like, if I decide, it's just decided. We we implement it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, no TV after this time, or like no phones. And Jesse's like, why? And I'm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have, to, he's always looking at me and telling me I have to be more enrolling in my pitch, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, fine. Here's why I think we should not be using our phones. And here's why I think we should not have TV. <laughs> so it's like this whole thing, but he and I definitely like, I just got earbuds for uh, Christmas. I'm a plug-in like earbud person until recently. And actually I'm returning them and getting a new set because I didn't like them, but we are literally talking all day long mm-hmm. and not to each other. <laughs> like we're usually talking to other people. Mm-hmm. And with this pandemic, it's been crazy because we've been sitting across a table from each other. And I think he's the loudest human on earth. And so I'm like, okay, we can't like, I'm now like talking, like you were saying earlier, like I'm, I'm talking in my closet or I'm hiding. He's like going for a walk to do his phone calls. Yeah. And we were um, walking around the neighborhood the other day and we, I, I have my mask on because I was a few days behind him. So he's on the phone with his mom and he's like screaming, like, we've both tested positive. And I'm like, why are you yelling this in the neighborhood? Yeah. <laughs> Not the place. Just... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? So, um, but it's, it's, I think it's really interesting because you guys are so well established in your relationship, both for business and personal. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, for me, it's really, um, inspiring to watch you guys like where you've been and where you're going and just what's next so talking about what's next you guys have made some big changes in the past couple of months yeah yeah this is kind of like the first uh, by the way thank you for that compliment yeah i don't think we we don't we don't sometimes hear (laughs) those nice things so thank you that's the thing too with this (laughs) with this new chapter i think it's interesting because we welcomed the sun seven months ago and Kara, as you're sharing and speaking now with with your situations, it, it what I'm gathering from it is it's a lot of uh, patience through all of it. It's it's I used to do the exact same like TV's off at nine, and it was it would frustrate me because I wasn't done watching my program. What does that mean? Nine o'clock ends. For yeah, me? nine o'clock doesn't end for me, so I get where Jesse's coming. So then I this is the negotiation. <laughs> I started to do like I started to you know started finished my day at nine and then i started after i was like well what do i do at nine and like and i started this nightly ritual and then you can see that Mm -hmm. it's just if you start doing it alex gets magnetized or you know and it's like you mentioned before it was the enrollment and Mm -hmm. you can't just go and do things like i used to and i think and that comes with growth and the business the relationship everything of that nature yeah so, um, but those changes came from a lot of, I think, personal changes and then clearly world changes. And we were told uh, by my coach that we thrive in crisis. Where I, where I feel like I personally shine the most is when we have a massive emergency and I'm able mm-hmm. to be like, okay, 
like, here we go. Here's, here's mm-hmm. the plan. Here's this, here's what we're going to do. And, um, the whole working from home is really funny to us because we've done it before. And Chris so, even, Chris even said, um, he's like, wow, a lot of you must have never worked with your wives before. Cause here we are. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, we were back at the same table the company started at, literally the same table the company started at. Different state and different country. and Yeah, yeah. and it's Chris's <laughs> grandpa's table from, like, there's pictures of him in, like, a baby seat on that table, and we're just thinking, like, grandpa must be, like, what? Just not, and the reader has us, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I get, like, with all of that working into, we really whittled and worked away at and massage, I would say, more importantly, these, like, what do we really want to do? What is our mm-hmm. our purpose and all that? So we we always shot and always framed our, our headspace in that YouTube mm-hmm. frame set into that, you know, that vertical of your, uh, your cell phone. And now we're really pulling that back. Yeah. So we expanded into new services and yeah, experiences we, and all that. Yeah. We started asking ourselves back to kind of what you, you always ask is what's your why? And we kept thinking to ourselves, well, why are we doing what we're doing? Oh, yeah. hello. Sorry, Brisket's joining. Oh, hi, Brisket. <laughs> <laughs> we, keep, uh, we keep asking ourselves, why are we doing what we're doing? And um, I think I was the one that admitted to you that I wasn't, I wasn't happy with where we were headed with the company and something mm-hmm. needed to change. And we started really figuring out what that was. And it goes back to having those difficult conversations and having a partner that you can have those difficult conversations with. So we broke down what is it that doesn't make us happy? What is it that would make us excited? What is challenging? I felt like when it comes to the production world, we've hit a ceiling. We're capable of doing all these productions. We've proven it on massive campaigns with incredible clients. But yeah, worldwide. Yeah, we were able to produce a production in four days in Europe. Like, what else can you throw at us that we can't manage? (laughs) Yeah. We started talking about, well, what are the things that make us really excited? We were, we were saying, you know, um, content strategy and development. So clearly there's a strength there, but mm-hmm. getting in there and actually strategizing the content, not just getting called and saying, Hey, we want you to come in and do a video. And this is what we need. This is the video. And then we just mm-hmm. provide the team. Um, what really gets me excited is we're now um, starting to work with partners on brand activations. So instead of the whole idea of this like Krillix 2.0 or 2.1, 2.1, we're saying is that um, we just get to be a part of the launch from the idea concept already. And we get to build with that team and take it from digital to in-person experiences. Um, that could be as simple as gra- graphic design, website, app development, media buying. So. Um, it's all things that I think scare us, but also very much excite us. And then as soon as we started having those conversations, it was like brand activations. Oh my God, we could be doing this. And now we're pitching to our current clients, what we think they should be doing right now. And they're saying to us, where the heck were you a year ago? <laughs> it's, um, it's quite, it's been quite, I think fun. I, I, I know this, I know what to wrap all of that into a beautiful present, the it's we want to change and impact our clients' lives and as well as people's yeah. lives. So we can do that, yes, with an avenue of Netflix and videos or, or social content. There's a huge power and pull into that. 
Um, however, we want to, I just use all these like weird terms, but like we want to cook outside of that as well. Because if we can feel the texture in a frame, I can feel a texture in, you know, the, the backdrop at a, at a live event or, you know, I, we always think of on the creative level for myself personally, it's always trying to bring dimension and life into like a product or something of that nature. Well, why can't I take my headspace and expand farther from that? Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, we, we share this with our small community. This is the first time doing it like publicly. Thank you, Kara, yeah. for that. And it's like, a mad, it's, it feels great to just even release that. It really does. And yeah, I, anyways, yeah, I shared it to our small bubbles and they were like, well, how are you going to do in-person experiences? And I was like, that's exactly why I, I'm, I was drawn to it. I don't know if it's the skateboarder in me and <laughs> you're thriving in this crisis mode or you can't do this or there's parameters that you got to work outside of that box. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a, it's just a crazy cool resistance that I love. I love mm-hmm. swimming that upstream. So yeah, Alex too, I'm speaking a lot on myself, but yeah, I know we mutually feel that. So, yeah. but that was, that was not easy to admit No, to say, you know, we're not happy where we're at. I keep bringing it to business and no, you're perfect. I just, yeah. I want to make sure, I want to make sure we talk about the relationship too. I just, I just have this thing where I'm like business, 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 and I need to slow that down uh not at all that's that's why we are friends <laughs> yeah that's why when we're hanging out you start coaching us all this <laughs> or i feel fall. like it's a, i feel like it's a mutual like uh peer coaching experience every time <laughs> but like so you know when i think about how i love spending my time like i, I think we talked about this on our, when we had our zoom dinner date but my love language really is making stuff with people so if I can spend 24-7 making stuff, whether that's talking about an idea or developing an idea or literally like cooking, doing this, doing that, setting up the studio, like when I'm hanging out with people, like it's really hard for me to like just sit and like drink. I'm like, can we do something? Like I'd rather come over and like paint your house. <laughs> like, I'm with that. I'm so, yeah, I'm on, I'm on that. <laughs> Yeah. We're in the same way. <laughs> to the point yeah. sometimes I'm like, I just gotta like ease into it, yeah. shake it off. Yeah, because it's, it's yeah. So yeah. either I'm the one like doing dishes at the party because I'm like, just give me something to do, or I'm the one like, I'm just gonna go home. Like <laughs> I'm so lame. And um I'm it's, apparently it ties into like your sign and your Ayurvedic profile and yeah. your Enneagram, like all these things say like this person can't sit still, like doesn't have ADD, but like refuses to like sit around. What number are you? Uh, I think I'm a one. Mm. I'm pretending like I know what that means. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't. I have a lot of clients who are very into it and I'm like, I need to probably do more research on it, but I'm definitely a, uh, what is it? A Vata, I think in Ayurvedic things. You lost me there. Whole other world that I'm yeah. just stepping into now. It's all right. But so I there you guys said some amazing things that I want to go back to. The first is one, how did you know that you didn't like your business anymore or where it was going? And how did you have the courage to be like, time out, we have to talk about this? <laughs> like, again, the first one would just be like, we kind of like, you know, you're not slugging the work, but you're like, okay, today is another day, like let's go. And then we, it just started to like bad habits, compound. I feel with me, it was bad habits were starting to form. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really hard for me to admit, but definitely seeing bad habits, rolling out of bed five minutes before a call, mm-hmm. not really interested, not very excited. Yeah, the pull you um, can tell. It started affecting our personal relationships <clears throat> during making dinners. I wouldn't talk. Mm-hmm. So it was something, something clearly was going on. And we've put so much work into our personal selves that I think when when I start noticing something, I'm very open to Chris saying like, look, I'm feeling like something's going on. I'm totally off. I don't know if this is just like a one-time thing, but I, we were at summit, um, in LA about a, in November last of last year, November. And I said to Chris, I feel like there's something much bigger about to happen to us. And I don't know if it's acrylics or another version of acrylics, but something bigger is about to come. And then every time after that, a little thing would pop in. I'd be like, oh, right, we're meant to be doing this. Oh, we're meant to be doing this. And so my focus was constantly out of acrylics and uh, just trying to come up with a, I was bored. It was so mm-hmm. clear that I was bored. And um, I, yeah, I, that, was, that was kind of the first thing is just noticing bad habits and then being very in tune with myself where, okay, so like clearly something's happening. And then being able to sit down with Chris and having that conversation. But I think you were already starting to feel it too. Like we're yeah. much bigger than what we're, what we're doing. We're so much capable of so much more. Why are we just, it felt kind of coasting and we don't coast, we challenge. And it just felt too simple. I think something that you brought up that's really powerful, and and we're talking about this right now in the Powerful Ladies Thrive community, because the whole month is about how to organize your business to double your sales or just double what you're achieving. And I had a conversation the other day with the group on one of our calls about what are you doing based out of fear? And what I just heard that I want to bring to the group next time we talk is what are you doing out of boredom? Right. Cause, cause fear and boredom are powerful in two ways. One, it's going to show you like, hold on, like I, I'm doing that for the wrong reason. Yeah. And boredom is great because it can be both things. You can start saying yes to projects that you don't really want because you're bored, but you can also revolutionize what you're doing to the right way. So how did you kind of go through that evaluation of, am I bored and doing this because it's different or am I, am I bored and choosing what's really the next step for me. Showing up to one of your Thrive classes, you asked that. What? You were like, you. we were talking about uh, strategy planning for the next year. And you mm-hmm. were like, are you coming up with new services because you're bored or because you like, yeah. there's room for them. I remember you brought that back And then to I me. brought yeah. that to you being like, I need to find, we need to get, I post a note right in this conversation. We need to get more like dude groups like this or blend us in or something. Because Alex brings all this back to the dinners that we cook together. I love it. I'm like, where? I'm searching. I'm continuously finding yeah. so, or looking. And it, and so. it's funny, it's like, you will be getting an email tomorrow, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have something ready just for you. Custom made. Love it. Chris is Top like, of the year. Let's do it. Chris is like solo having like, you know, conversations with other CEOs and everything. And I'm in these like incredible groups of women. I know they're out there. I'm just I'm like, like trying to balance. Like, and... I have like, like, you know one here or there. And I'm like, I can literally feed off of oh, or bounce ideas off of all these women who have the experience yeah. or we can, I, so I definitely see the value in it. And I wish you could experience what we're experiencing. No, and I, I see it. It's coming. I know it's, we're warming up to this whole, a new turn and growth with everybody. Yeah. The other, I, I don't know where this fits in, if this answers, but even from my perspective, I, how I see it was like, I was in 
I was shooting, I was capturing, I was producing, I was directing, and it could have been like per project basis. So one time I was shooting, the other time I was directing, et cetera, kind of floated in these positions. And because I was, I think at this time too, reflecting on what happened over the last couple, six, eight months, year, was that I was just kind of doing them because I was floating in my space of not knowing. You know, there's a few times where I oversaw and directing and and then being just filling in the gaps. Yeah. And I was trying to like maybe find something. And now that like there's this new edge of me that I didn't realize that until I'm like way out of it. And until Mm -hmm. I realized it was with the communities and the groups and sharing my talk. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if that all lines up verbally what I just shared, but it it works in my head and how I see it. And it's, I really didn't notice until I look back. And that's why it's really good to have your community who can sort of just flat out ask you, well, yeah. you're not, it sounds like you're not happy. What's going on? And mm-hmm. then you're going, Oh, is that what I'm putting out there? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's mm-hmm. what's so many, it doesn't matter what you're creating, right? A relationship, a, a family, a business, a personal project. I, I am, I don't want to do anything that's not meant for me. Like, I just don't want to, like, there's so many amazing things I want to do. So it's like, how do I stay focused on what is intentional and a choice versus just like going through the motions. Like if I can, that's the number one defining factor, probably why I create things, why I do things. If I'm not living a a life that's fun or optimized or those things, I just, I don't know, like, why am I doing it? And with, I care, I real, a giant like wave of realization came over me over this last break, probably maybe because I've separated myself from the phones, et cetera, in this chaos is that if, we can always, we've designed everything in our life, like right. us and even actually everybody. Sure. We can go to that extent, mm-hmm. yeah. but for what we've designed, why would I design and structure something that I would be like, oh, I got to go to work today or I got to go to work with yeah. X, Y, or Z. Like we can create everything we want. You can wake up late. You can start your mornings late. You can work into the night. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's really that simple. What I'm really came to mm-hmm. kind of understanding. Yeah. And uh, I am baffled that um, there are people out there that don't know it's possible. So like, were you guys just born with like, we can make this happen? Or was it your curiosity that kept you on that path? How did you realize you could actually design your life any way you wanted to? A lot of it was... Uh, <laughs> taking it off the chin and like scraping and <laughs> I feel like I'm failing and finding. This is like my massive challenge is I constantly go through things being like, oh, it has to be nine to five. It has to be 40 mm-hmm. hours a week full time. Uh, we need an office and all this. So I, I think Chris is really good at being like, it doesn't have to be a 6 a.m. start. It could be a 10 a.m. start. You can go right. for a walk in the middle of your day. And so I'm starting to really like, Still, I'm still learning that because mm-hmm. it's been so many years of a certain way thought. Um, so I'm still, I'm still working on that. And it, it's funny. It's really nice to see like Chris being like, okay, break, like, let's go. We're leaving. And I'm sitting there being like, oh, I still have like 10 other things to do. And he's like, nope, shut it down. And so do I. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it comes back to the patience and it's also, for me, it's just owning it. Yeah. This morning, I kind of like I slept in for 20 more minutes than I had to. And I was like, fine, I needed it. I need to listen to my body. It's clearly telling me I'm tired. And that's fine. And I moved on with it versus I used to sabotage and 
yeah. hit my, like not hit myself, but like in, internally, uh, beat yourself up. Yeah. Abuse. I don't know if that is that to that extent, but yeah, I beat myself up about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just own it now. And like, yeah. Our car broke down yesterday for a perfect example. And then the guy had to boost it back up. And he said, you probably shouldn't turn it off right away. Go drive. In that drive, I found a park, et cetera. So you make... So we ended up spending the afternoon as a family. Yeah, you make... Yeah. You make <laughs> it works. And then at the end of it, it all falls into place and it's owning it. So... Yeah. Have we have we talked about the eight spheres of life that I coach people through ever? Wow. No, do you... Yeah. Okay. So there's the amazing book, Designing Your Life. There's also a workbook. It's It came out of uh, two professors at Stanford who uh, I think it was like a psychologist and a designer combined it because they really want to get into this. How do you design your own life? And the four categories they look at are like love and relationships, career and business, play, and like health and wellness. Those are their four. And I was like, okay, I was using their four method to like figure out things in my life. I'm like, there's so much missing in this group of four. So I added four others, which are learning, curiosity, discovery, and then finances. Wait, they, they you added those four or they added? Yeah, you I added. did. Yeah. So I have my sphere of eight that I coach people through because I needed those other four. Like money was an easy one. Like if that's not working, there's some issues. But then in learning, curiosity, and discovery, like the discovery part is what you did yesterday. Yeah. Like the car broke down. You just went with where life was forcing you to go and something else showed up. And we don't give ourselves permission to do that very often. And the other two, the learning is pretty obvious, right? Like if you, how do we keep learning new things? But then the curiosity part is like, when do we give ourselves permission to go and figure something out? You know, like you talked, Chris, about doing a bunch of things, trying to find the whole, right? Like so often people come to me and say, I don't know what my purpose is. And then they, I'm like, well, what are you doing? They're like nothing. I'm like, no, just start doing things. Yeah. 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 You have to just start doing like you like literally it's like if there's a pegboard, you're like, where does this fit? Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly sometimes you'll like realize, oh, I'm off the board. Cool. I'll make my own board then. Other times you find the hole. You're like, oh, my gosh, it's right there. It was right yeah. there this whole time. That's it, it, like it popped in my head. I have to say it, the powerful ladies, et cetera, like group is I I'm getting ideas from our little son now. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't wait to take whatever he's going to show me one day. The simplicity of whatever he's playing with a car. I'm going to yeah. throw that to a car client that we have. And it's going to be like, well, where did you get this crazy idea from? Like inspiration <laughs> from my son. Because I'm yeah. always like, I just, I think I put on those, those, I don't even have goggles at this point. It's just living and being of like, where can I learn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's right there. It's right there. We have all the tools we need right there. I wonder if that's why giving myself permission to like explore potential other businesses and everything when I was going through that like I'm bored mm-hmm. getting and you know like I'm so thankful that you were like yeah sure try it look into it figure it out plan it out and you never like came in to give me your two cents you were just like no when you're ready like we'll talk about it and we'll figure it out and it was like I never brought anything to him because I was like well it's not exciting like I like I actually know like it's not a good idea or I'm trying yeah. but it's something's not making sense here and then coming down and being like hey we have this house already built. Why don't we just like fix the rooms in rather than like crash the entire house and rebuild? And then mm-hmm. after it was like, Hey, acrylics 2.1. Like, what is it that we don't like? What is it that we like? Let's fix it. And there's been and and over the years. And I don't think a lot of like, give yourself some credit for that. I don't <laughs> think a lot of people have a partner who can like life or, or work that can 
you give should. them the time to explore. Because there has been times in the business where I've disappeared for four months and tried working in a totally different industry to see if it's like what I want. And it, I would come back to Crowlix being like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, but I would take the learnings from that to rebuild what we had. But now it's like, it's like, and like nobody would let, like we were living in California and I moved to New York for four months trying to start, I kept calling it uh, a potential social media like department of acrylics. But what yeah. I was really doing was investing myself in really deep into another client mm-hmm. and leaving Chris completely solo to figure out acrylics. And it was like lack of, like, lack, like we lost so much in those four months. But you, in that moment, but you gained so much more on the back. Yeah, and and you remember coming back in April and being like, I'm never leaving again. Like, (laughs) what what that was. But But you grew through it. That's the thing. It's not. You were so kind and so patient. And you were just like, she'll figure it out. But you're patient. Like, he just knew. Like, he's like, like, how are you not like grabbing me from New York being like, get your butt over here? He's like, because you needed to that moment. How many people will allow their significant other to do that? Well, and, and honestly, that's a, a recurring indicator of some of the power couples that I know. Right. You know, um, one of my favorite power couples is um, my friends Maria and Emil. Mm-hmm. They're Chilean. They met through handball when they were like 16. And they've lived in different countries most of their married life. Wow. Uh, so it's like, of course, they're always battling to be in the same country. But... They also don't want to limit the shine that other person has. And that I think is so beautiful, right? It's such an example of the true benefits of like, say, namaste to somebody. Like, what do you need to shine brightest? Because if you are, then I know it'll, you know, that's really what I'm here for. It's like you shining the brightest. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's it's finding, um, I'm sure this comes with age and wisdom and experience but it's fine like even that sentence you just shared i don't know the the couple and mm-hmm. it's it's amazing that just cat like capturing that yeah you know just like understanding how difficult that is that mm-hmm. friends are how how difficult that is yeah you know and and i don't know if it's going to go into cancel culture and all that if we want things like instantly we get it we were instant but i think of it more that you pull back and really understand like you know it's just so special to just meditate and marinate on yeah, on these little moments. It's, it's finding too, I, what we were just discussing is, is, is popping out of my headspace. I'm like you can find any person to be your partner in this world. There's a ton of people. Mm-hmm. I find it the same with business. There's a ton of clients. Like our, our industry roster varies from food and beverage to clothing and lifestyle automotive. We have skincare in there. We've got powerhouses. We've got the smallest team. Mm-hmm. It's, wide open. We made it that way. We designed it that way. And now we're trying to just find like-minded and health-minded, healthy teams and forward-thinking teams like that as well. And we can Mm -hmm. work with anybody, but it's specifically who we are working with. And I think that goes with who I chose as well as a partner. We built built a health score for our clients. And it's like, well, if that's our health score for our clients, we should live up to that too, in our Mm -hmm. personal lives and in are you willing to share that health score? I'm curious. Yeah, it could be uh, trying to think now. It's just, it's, to be honest, it's just coming organically and it's becoming uh, just a, a way of just casual conversation now. But we started off with, it was like the, the bare minimum, the fundamentals of like 20K following minimum 
yeah. do they have a budget of hundreds of thousands of dollars or 10 grand or something? It was like a yeah. number of. How big is their, uh, like a cap on their team? Mm-hmm. How small the team can be, how long they've been in business for. Yeah. Um, what are their values? Um, yeah. The yeah. massive one is because if we can't stand behind what they want is what they yeah. are and who they are, we can't, we won't work with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the, like, you know, the, like Chris said, the financials, but it's like, do they, do they make us look good? Do look, can we make them look good? Mm-hmm. Is there hope there? Um, are they on the small one again is, are they even on social? Do they understand yeah. social? Cause you start putting those, I would say like the, the barriers and the frame, the bookends, much like the, the work that I mentioned before, uh, the boundaries, that's the word, the guardrail mm-hmm. of, uh, just kind of like setting Boundaries. Like yeah, your 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 framework together. So yeah. you don't have to. If they're not on social, then it's like you have to discuss to them why you have to be on social. We're not yeah. there. We're already. Our process yeah. now too is we'll take the intake call, and then the next call is let's have hard discussions. Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. we come in, this is what we plan on doing. Are you comfortable with this? Like, are you ready yeah. for this? Because if you're not, then that's okay. We'll take time, and we've actually just landed a an annual contract with a team that has been trying to work with us for two years, but we kept saying, you're not right. You're not it just, right. And it didn't work for us at times. It didn't yeah. work for them at times. It's, and now, and now yeah. that we're coming in together being like, they're ready. We're prepared. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it like, now it's the right fit. They're where they're, they're, they're mentally where we needed them to be when we're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a really fast. That's a massive win. It's huge. Yeah. Cause we're not, um, you're, you're, kind of like crafting your client the way you want them to be, except mm-hmm. yeah. to, to how, the, how it works. Bottom line is I don't want to be doing work just because and that's like a, you know, like you're only doing work to survive. And I understand that we have an oxygen mask and everything too, but I want to be able to wake up really excited to serve the clients that we're serving. Cause you got yeah. bored before yeah. we've, yeah. we've done the just do. So yeah. we want to be, we don't want to just do. When you want to align with, like you said, you've values have come up multiple times already. And so how do you find partners who share a value who let you step into your value at a deeper layer? Because again, why else are we here? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's a, you mentioned the moments and um, my, my web guy, Tomas, he just sent me this book, The Power of Moments. And he's like, it's the best book I've ever read. His wife recommended it to him. His older brother did. He's like, I started reading it and changed my schedule to finish it. And I'm like, ooh. So I just started it last night. I don't know if you guys have heard that one, but it, I would highly recommend it because it ties directly into your um, the new experiences that you want to be creating. The power of moments. I'm write that down. Yeah. The the <laughs> example. Like, I, do too. I do too. What's your what's your number for this year? How many books are you gonna read? Yeah, you've inspired myself over the last, uh, the Christmas call, 12, 12 a year. Uh, yeah, once per month, 12 mm-hmm. for this year. I like it. I uh, I think it's doable. I think it's, you, you also mentioned too, Karen, that call, you're like, when I go walk the dogs or get outside, you put your ear pods in for audiobooks. I'm like, that can mm-hmm. count too. You're right. That, <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that's what made, I've, I find reading books so such a struggle for me. Jesse's the same way. But I love learning and I love when I get into it, I really get into it. But then there's such a big pause that I feel like I have to reread the first page, couple of pages again. And I'm like, well, then why am I even, if I can't finish, what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I don't know if the book's not interesting or whatever. 
that when you were saying you can just walk and listen to them on uh, audiobooks, I was like, well, that changes everything. <laughs> and so now we're yeah. like, now every book we buy, we need to buy an audio version for it too. Because <laughs> you want the physical copy, you like go back and read. Your, I don't know about you guys, but like we'll write notes in it mm-hmm. um, or reference it. And yeah. Could cost a lot of money. We can bounce so <laughs> I read one, you read one, we flip. Yeah. But well, like uh, Jesse and I share our Audible account. So oh. yeah, we that's that's super easy because we can put books in there. Often I'll listen to a book first and then I'll go and if it's good and I'm mad that I didn't have it to write and take notes, I'll buy the hard copy, find the things I needed, flag them or whatever. And then I have it as like my reference guide on my yeah. shelf. I've done that with like two books that I listened to and I was like, no, I need that hard copy. But some of them, especially business books, you don't always need the hard copy because like you get it. And I'm also trying, I had a couple of clients who came to me last year that are information hoarders. They don't have a lot of stuff, but they're always keeping like their bookmarks or their links or their other things. And I kind of, I have another client who's a KonMari consultant. And I started thinking about why are we keeping these things if we aren't going to use them? Or why are we so panicked that like, oh, I need to save that for someday. So I've been playing a lot myself about probably also being an inf- information hoarder or find it very romantic, like the professor with like the room full of books. I'm just like, oh, that looks amazing. Um, like, I, why do I need it? Because if I get what I need out of that book, maybe I don't need the hard copy. I but I also that. write in mine. <laughs> I do that with, uh, I actually did that in the past with photo and video. I just was like, I'm going to, you know, store this for later at a di- for a different time or Etc. And I was like, I'm just not making video edits. And then when I mm-hmm. have all this great footage of all the places we travel in the world or behind the scenes, I was like, what am I doing with this? And then I got this guilt of, I'm not like implicating this. I'm not putting this anywhere. And then I, it's a weird, yeah, it, it, it like caused the problem in that sense. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I recommend reading Big Magic. Then, <laughs> have you either of you read that book? No. Oh, no, it's you, you have to, as creative people, you have to read this book. What's, it's definitely one you can listen to. It's by what, Elizabeth Gilbert. What was the name again? Big Magic. Okay. It's the number one recommended book on this podcast. that tells you <laughs> anything about this book. Like so many people are like, oh my gosh, this book. <laughs> I got two. I got 10 more now to fill in. <laughs> yeah. I am your person. I could, I could have you reading for years. Yeah. There is a library. We should do it. Yeah, we should do like a entrepreneurship library. Powerful ladies as a library. Just send it around. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so I would love to get back to the fact that you guys used to be down the street and because we're so busy, I only got to see you in person like three times and now you've moved to a different country which I am excited for you guys, excited for my ability to visit once we're allowed to again. Um, but it's a big move, right? You went from Toronto to LA and now you're in Vancouver. Do you think you guys will keep moving? Have you now found your place? And why did you end up in Vancouver? Um, don't, don't say that. We. I do have to say something about the continuing to move. We keep joking about Europe. Oh God, yeah, it's yeah. coming. But and we, so we're, both like, we're both like, oh, it's going to happen. Uh, no timeline on when, yeah. but it, it's just funny how we're like, well, we'll try it. We'll see. But whether that means a permanent move or like a temporary one, who knows? But yeah, we're, we're pros at this moving thing. 
I know. Uh, yeah, now we're pro. I know. Pro, I know yeah. how to do it now. And, and when we, went, <laughs> like, we would do this totally differently next time we move, and then we did do it totally different. It was way smoother. <laughs> Love to do like a video on that or something to yeah, because there's there's some good there's some good tips in there that you can really lighten your like stress load of every like mental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to share this because it's hilarious. But we were in L.A. and you, we went on the beach for one day. Uh, when we first were like thinking about it and you were like, it'd be crazy to like live here one day. And then within like six months to the year, we were living there. And we did that same thing with moving over here to Vancouver. Same thing. It's a dangerous saying. We don't know. (laughs) I know, I I know maybe one person, Carrie actually connected me with two others in the last little week. It was great connections, but I know one person here, maybe now two. Oh, I need to connect you to Spencer. Spencer Hamilton, skateboarder. He's an yeah, he too. gets apparently where I cut my hair. He's now there. So it's like, it's going to start mm-hmm. happening and that's it. It's but just it's, a weird time to meet people too. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We don't talk You're meeting people friends. down the street on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's it's worked for us in the past and now we're continuing that trend and for sure. Yeah. I don't, we just landed. So I don't really want to be like, oh, so we're going to move again, but it's going to A year happen. ago, we were celebrating our fifth wedding anniversary and we were like, complete digital detox like we're ready for this we can do this let's mm-hmm. go so we decided to go to bc we could have gone anywhere in the world and we decided to go to bc spend some time in tofino the same thing was said i hope we can live here one day wouldn't it be fun to live here one day and then a year later almost to the day yeah we're in bc yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how my whole life has started businesses yeah you know, where I live, wouldn't it be fun if? It's my favorite question, favorite statement. Yeah, I, yeah. It, a lot can come from a weird saying like that. I continue to ask myself last year, I want to do- That's acrylic started though. You were like, wouldn't it be fun if we started our own thing and made this simple? Yeah. And then- yeah, it's like the easiest mantra statement you could ever do or manifestation yeah. statement. Yeah. You just say it and the world's like, oh, that would be fun. Let's make yeah. that happen. I'm going to start living that way. And you don't realize like- you now when you, when you like, <laughs> you already are. I know. <laughs> Thank you for like reminding me of that, of those moments, because every time we say that, incredible things are happening. I want to continue saying, I ask myself, how did I get here? I've done that in multiple times last year in my head of like, how did it, how did this come to be? And yeah. Because this move was massive for us on so many different levels, risky, massive, scary, um, Right timing, yeah. everything, yeah. LA was a smart move in the sense of business growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, community. Community. Yeah, yeah just, just growth. Growth. And then BC was a smart move for our personal life. So when we talk about business and personal and all that, we needed a space where we needed to be able to get away from the crazy and just be together as a family that was safe, healthy, um, allowed mm-hmm. us to escape. and. Maybe we have to escape to like the extreme measures where we have to go away on a hike where there's no cell reception and you can find a lot of that here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we call it our oasis. Like we came here and we think smarter when we're on calls. We're approaching business from a different perspective because we're away from the chaos. Mm-hmm. When we were in California, it felt overwhelming. Like it was just too too much all at once. Um and there was, there was, I don't, I think we were starting to see those like unhealthy um, habits starting to come back up. And it was yep. sort of like, what do we need to do? And we have a baby now and 
he needs our attention. How can we divide that? You know, our position's changing too. So maybe to an extreme measure, if we pulled me away, I can't always show up and control every situation. So mm-hmm. it's a really good practice for us, for me. Sorry, I don't want to yeah, talk no. about you, but Absolutely. for me, it's a massive practice to um, step away and just let go of certain things and see mm-hmm. the success of it when I'm not involved too. And so it's, it's been, it's been very beautiful. And I think, um, bottom line is we came back, we came to BC family first. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we were going to California, it was only business first. And then yeah. you get into, you know, we also threw on the pros and cons list of like, it's a forward tech city over here. It's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. lifestyle brands like Lululemon and Arteryx are up here that we really would love to be in those bubbles as well. Cause that's, you know, that's part yeah. of the health score that we were talking about before. Yeah. But it, there's going to be a mag, there's still a, a pretty, pretty good pull, I would say, for myself as well as a little bit of Alex and the company to be, we're still active in Los Angeles. Oh, we're, not, yeah. we're not anytime getting rid of our Long Beach office. Mm-hmm. But I think this whole thing too is it stretched me. It, and I use it as stretching because sometimes like I stretch every morning and then there's sometimes where I'm like, I regret it. And like, I'm like, I got to do it. But it, it just, I love that mm-hmm. release. And that's, that's what we're in. That's what we're living in. Mm-hmm. Sweet and sour. So yeah, we're, <laughs> we're still in California. We're just physically in a home here. But yep. the business is very much still active throughout all of COVID. Our business in the U.S. has been doing a lot Shoot. more contracts yeah. than business in Canada. Mm-hmm. But we're physically here. So it's sort of I don't know. And it, it made us so when it comes to hiring new staff for these new departments we're building and how you don't really need anyone just because your office is in LA doesn't mean you need, like this person needs to be in LA. And it's been so yeah, fun. not at all. Like, hey, we can hire people from England. We can hire people from Texas. Like it doesn't matter. You know? co- yeah. Now it's just yeah. talent. Mm-hmm. Right? The pandemic really in my opinion, shattered those Lego blocks that everything yeah. that we've built down this, like, you know, we want to build this big team and this big, get mm-hmm. the studio, et cetera, go up. And I still have dreams for that. It's just, it's shifted now, but I really think the hammer came down. Just all the Lego pieces came. Mm-hmm. Now we're sifting of like, Oh, these were never really used. We can save them for later and then build in this sense. And it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so it's refreshing. I love how it actually, you know, it's funny too, at the top of our, um, Pre-COVID, it was we were jumping on video calls. A lot of our clients had just phone calls, yeah. and now video calls are enormous. That helps everybody. I'm talking people yeah. from who mm-hmm. can't really necessarily move to Los Angeles right now to physically be there. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. You should be in those bubbles. You, you. It's more accessible now. Yeah. It's a, and I think there's so much power of having, having choosing the best people, no matter where they are in the world. Yeah. And I was lucky to see that happening working you know in Reebok in the Audi world and also in Puma where you literally would have offices around the world and people that weren't from there were in those offices and it made such a cool environment and I and I think there's something about living in that global international community that changes things and lets you tap into that anything is possible concept because the second you realize location doesn't matter you're like, well, what else does it matter? What else can I get rid of that's a limiting belief of what is possible? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We, uh, yeah, and it was so funny because BC was a five-year plan. And then it went from a five-year to a year to six-month to as soon as our son got his passport, one month later, we were 
Mm-hmm. Right? We found ourselves in DC. But then you think about the timing too. Mm-hmm. Which is which is crazy. Too, yeah. came in at the right time. We we were in Canada, established ourselves at a time that was smart. Like mm-hmm. it was a smart move on us from just personal and business wise, just timing. And then yeah, it's just crazy. If you watch the news and then put our story to it, it's like there could be a totally different like misinterpretation of it all. But really it's it's been a lot of work. And we said, well, why would we kind of wait right now? Let's let's act mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. And it, it was the right time in our business too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. And how how like you paused me la- in, earlier in the conversation. How like crazy and magical timing is that? <laughs> yeah. It's un- it's unreal, unbelievable. Yeah, and I'm yeah. excited to see what we can build as the Canadian company too. Mm-hmm. Here, mm-hmm. Um, when we when we were first doing the move, something I I learned a lot later was you should definitely get connected with the local economics team. <laughs> and we've been talking to Vancouver and just finding out like who's the leading who's the leading people in the digital space right now and mm-hmm. uh, why should we be connected with them. Um, yep. it, it's, it's just amazing the kind of research that the economics team was able to provide us with. So it helped us decide like, yeah, we're making the right move. Mm-hmm. And Long Beach was the right move for us at the time too. Like it just, it just so works. Is, yeah. yeah. It always works out, right? If you're continuing to do all the things you're supposed to, I think it does work out. Yeah. All of our, yeah, our friends, at DC right now, snowboarders and all that, they want to come up. So we're like, come on up. But it, yeah, the travel restrictions are still there. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. playing our backyard, we're playing yours, we'll do the same. Yeah, have a. And it, it was crazy though, Kara. We, we had the baby in the middle of a pandemic mm-hmm. in a country that didn't allow our families to come down. The, the borders were closed. So when we came to Canada, it was the first time that our parents got to meet the baby. Mm-hmm. A seven-month-old baby for the first time. It yeah. was like with one car in the uh, yeah. You took the car in that day when he was the hospital visit. I couldn't yeah. get in, so you relied a lot on your community to pull yeah. you through. And mm-hmm. and then even after I'm laughing because it's I had to share this too. We were pitching. Um, oh, geez, what was it? He was like three months in or something, and I was pitching, and I had him in my hands for some reason. Travis, our son. And then he just puked on me, but it was off the Zoom call like screen, and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah. no problem." And I was continuing to go. <laughs> so it's and it's, I think it's also understanding that you had the, like a phone call or something took you away at that point, mm-hmm. and being an understanding of like I have to handle business, but as well as hold the family down for that moment because you're locked in with the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So you just make it work, and I wasn't mad at Alex or frustrated with you that you had to possibly like a. I don't know where you went. You had probably a doctor's appointment or something. But regardless yeah, of what at the end was, of the day, it's just it puke. Yeah. Yeah. It's just puke. Yeah. yeah. You can clean it up now or you can clean it up in 15 minutes. Yeah. It was yeah. great. It was like, in the moment, I was like, okay, this is like insane. I'm frustrated. But like looking back now, I'm like, this is the greatest story ever. I was pitching it yeah. and we got him in the end. Yeah. And the whole <laughs> bottom half of my body is just covered in formula. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, it, so many of us, I think, felt that the <laughs> pandemic made the world as big as it actually is, because even for myself, like my parents are an hour away right now. We're in the same state, which hasn't happened in 10 years. Right. And I can't see them. Yeah. Yeah. Like We haven't celebrated Christmas yet because I couldn't see them. Yeah. So and I still don't know when we're going to be able to to connect and do that. Um 
but it's true. Like exactly what you guys are going through. We we've, I think we're all going through a little bit of the previous immigrant story yeah. of what it's really like to be on your own and have to figure it out with your neighbor and whoever's in your house. And like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I used to ask my mom and dad at the beginning of all of this, like, how are you able to do this? Mm-hmm. My dad always was just like, well, you just have to make it. There's no other way. You have to make it work. We did what we did. You have to make it work. Yeah. And we made it work. And That's, we, still, we, we still are making it work. We lived a lot of by that, your dad's um, line there. Yeah. We, we always held that one close. Yeah. And uh, vacation is much different than immigration is another Yes. That was his other one that we lived by. We lived, yeah. I think um, everyone should live the expat life at least once. Oh, oh I, say, I say to Chris yeah. all the time, if Travis decides to go to college or university, not local, like get mm-hmm. out, like go somewhere yep. different because it's, it's magical what you can learn just by being away. Culture. Man. How much closer did we get because we put ourselves in that position? Huge, yeah, yeah. It was so healthy for our relationship too. Yeah. People, That's what my parents I, I, have always I said. had a conversation last week too with someone like, how's business in LA? I'm like, I, I can't differentiate the two of it, the personal growth as well as the, 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 the professional growth. Yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah, it's, yeah. Late hours and long time. And, other logistics that are super mundane and boring, but like how to start an LLC in a different country. And they mm-hmm. require you to have certain amount of, I can't remember now off the top of my head, but it's like, you needed this to get that, to get that and to get this. Mm-hmm. And to just have like off a phone call every single time of like, okay, it's a little step forward, but we're actually two steps back every single mm-hmm. time that builds something. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I love it. Like, I love it. I would, I'm an advocate to push people for it. Yeah. It makes me think of the classic statement in Europe, like to get an apartment in Europe, you need a bank account, but to get a bank account, you need an apartment. And so you're like, yes, how do I, who's going to give me the first step? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two driver's license are the best too. One of our friends yes. drove from Toronto across the nation. That's East coast for anyone who doesn't know six days of driving to California and only to get to the DMV in California to be like, yeah, so someone has to drive you to the DMV to sign off that you that they dropped you off here or something of that. Something it was like Yeah, because we technically didn't have the driver's license. So we were as like as of entry level. So it's like mom and dad had to drive us to the DMV sign you off. to so say we, to say, here's my legit full driver's license. I drove them here. When re- in reality was Chris drove his car. And that person was in the backseat. And then, <laughs> and then getting somebody in California where there's always fun things to do every day of the week because it's sunny mm-hmm. every single day. Be like, hey, can you come to the DMV for us? And wait four hours. Full yeah. day gone. And it's like, we'll buy you dinner and stuff. But those are the moments that build us, but as well as our friends, relationships. Yeah. It becomes family all. It's just like a, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> Well, I would love to know, Chris, I've, I've asked Alex in the past, but what do you think it means to you to be powerful? And why does it matter to be powerful in your life? Oh, man, what does it mean to be powerful? It's a huge question. It's a great one. If you haven't noticed, she's great at everything. Yeah, I know. I The only thing that comes to mind off the top, I would love to prepare for that a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> is if, you're, if there's like a, a fire situation that you have to put out, just be understanding, cool, calm, and collective. Mm-hmm. Does that answer the, the 
That's your answer. Yeah. Like it's, There's no wrong answers here. Like you can't just understand and understand that you're going through much, just as much as I am or together or whatever, you know, like you just have to be understanding of it all. Forget the couple part. What does it mean just to you? <clears throat> Clarity, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the question again? Just to no. What does it mean to you to be powerful? Just clarity. Yeah, clarity. Knowing what you want, going after it, and understanding that there's it's going to take time with patience, etc. But having that clarity at the top is okay. So this is step one to get to step two, three, four, and then you're at the top of the mountain at one point. Mm-hmm. One foot in front of the other. We had a conversation about what's your word for 2021, and mine is clarity, and Chris's is courage. And I had a disagreement with him because I was like, you can't say it's courage because you're very courageous because you do these courageous things all the time. And he goes, no, because now I'm going to be courageous to have like bold asks and like Mm -hmm. all this stuff. So it was like a totally different perspective where I was like, you've done all the jumping out of airplanes and moving countries. What do you mean courage? And like, so it's been, it's been really interesting. So it's funny that you took my word for your powerful definition. I've never jumped out of an airplane. You have. <laughs> well, I also think it's great how in a couple, we're so judgy about the the new goals somebody else has. You're like, that's not good enough for you. You're 10 times bigger than that. I'm not accepting that. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> he does that to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's, I mean, I think that's so important in these, in these um, partnerships, right? Whether it is a business partner, a romantic partner, the people in your life that care about you, yeah. the to me, the best way that you can show someone love is by not letting them be less than what they're capable of. Yeah. And it's really hard because that does not mean being nice or being liked sometimes. <laughs> from, your, from your perspective, what makes a couple powerful? You know, all the, the power couples that I've invited to come on the show for the power couple series we're sprinkling in, they all um, have really great personal relationships together. And some of them are not romantic. They're just truly like business partners and like best friends. But they, the level of respect and communication is there that you guys talked about, like really being life collaborators. And sometimes that collaboration equals a family. Sometimes it equals this business. Sometimes it equals a brand or a specific product, you know, because you can have a you can have a life partner who isn't romantic, but that's just your person that you are bouncing ideas off. And that's where the creativity is the highest. So most of the ones I'm invited right now are also married, um, but they're just living their best lives and choosing what's best for them. Like they know that them is number one. And so how do we maximize what we really want? Mm-hmm. They've all taken leaps. They've all been brave. They've all like pushed each other to do something different. Um, and I just think it's really amazing to be in that space where you're continually pushing each other because you get to leapfrog in that way. Um, you know, my FOMO is really different than other people's. Like my FOMO is like, I'm not living your best life possible. It's not like, you know, I had this conversation with Jesse the other day, like my FOMO is not missing a party or an event or like, I don't care. Yeah. My FOMO is like, what? I could have done that. (laughs) So seeing, seeing couples who put each other first and put their best life first is what inspires me. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I I, like, 
you know, taking, I'm going to sit into that today I that, just for myself because I, it's, yeah, to meditate I, on that, it's so cool. I always say how lucky I feel that I have like the best life partner and it's just cool that mm-hmm. I get to work with you too. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But like, <laughs> and I, I think I said this to you last night too. I was like, how is it that you're just, you're just the coolest. You're the Thanks coolest. You're like, everyone's the coolest. This is. Cool. I want to put the little heart over you guys, like the heart, like the kiss cam, like. Oh. <laughs> well, it's, as- it's also that like that, that that energy radiates as well into like the work and what we do. It's it's that's and that's part of our health score. It's yeah. it's does it is there a right fit and it's magical. That's mm-hmm. it. It really is like, and all those keywords we talked about, they're all pieces in it, right? Like the respect, the communication, the courage, the clarity, like if you're working at having the best life possible for you, for the business, for each other, like it really does create magic. And two of my favorite words are adventure and believe and courage is my third courage and clarity are in my top five, but for adventure and believe, like you have to believe it's possible before you can have that amazing life that's waiting for you and you know so much of what i've create is to is to stop people from saying i can't or why me and it's like why the hell not like yeah quit quit slacking off on yourself like please yeah i love that i i think what took me a little bit is it's kind of one of those gym things where you know, we shoot with Gymshark, we capture with their, the, the most elite athletes in the world, as well as influencers and et cetera. And I'm like, whoa, this is very intimidating for me. And I'm still trying to like get into that gym space. Um, I love it. I'm just about to get into that. But it's mm-hmm. really just breaking out of like, when we say like, live your the best life adventure, curious or, or creative or courage or clarity. Um, it's just start in the smallest little ways. Mm-hmm. It re- that's how, and, and that compounds. Yeah. That's how we've really started. It, it has been a, such a wrestle. It's been so hard. It's been frustrating at times, but then it starts easing and going and flowing and that boom. And now we're at this point where it's like, it just becomes that magic. Yeah. And it's, it's really closer than you really think. And it's just mm-hmm. the smallest things of put your phone down, maybe half an hour before bed and just yep. wash your face, do a little bit of ritual. I saw someone recently said, high five yourself on the mirror every morning. Simple as that. There you go. We'll do it. <laughs> like it, it's really that's what worked for myself, and which allowed me to be understanding of your situations and frustrations and challenges, and not and then that just grows. So, mm-hmm. is a, a great phrase that um, is from Landmark Education, and it just says, "This is it, and it's perfect." Yes. Yeah. And if you can say that and be like, you don't always believe it when you say it out loud. I think that's the trick of so much of this stuff. You don't need to believe it. You don't need to know why. Just like if you say it, what shows up? Just keep asking yourself why. And it can be overwhelming of like, why do I live here? Why this house? Why do I have that picture on the wall? And you can start having a little bit of a personal um, existential like analysis. But sometimes you look around, and you're like, yeah, that is awesome. Oh yeah, I am awesome. Like, one of the things that's usually in my office where we've redone it, so I have to to redecorate it, but I have that uh, poster from when I went on the skate uh, trip in Latin America that everyone signed. And I love it because it's such a ridiculous moment in my life that I'm like, no, I like the ridiculous moments are what make life awesome. What, like I want a wall full of ridiculous moments. What yeah. power got Kara to go on a skate trip? <laughs> what power? Yeah. Well, <laughs> at the time I was head of, 
like footwear PLMs and all the regional merchandisers. So I went because I was boss lady going on that trip to like meet the accounts. Um, but it was like me and 12 guys and it was one of the best trips of my life. That's the question of like, how did I get here? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like parallel to like having to go for work, I also like, I'm always trying to see every country in the world. So every year I'd plan, I'd be like, okay, where haven't I been? How can I justify it for work? Yeah. And this all happened. And I was like, what? Three new countries? Yes. We have this thing where we're like, we would love to just go to France. We don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't think we both are like actually caring to go to France, but we use France as the code word for, we yeah. want to go blank oh and work. Yep. And like things are still trending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, honestly, it's why I've made all of my businesses be able to be virtual because like, I can't wait to live in Europe again. Yeah. And, you know, I was debating for a while. Do I go back for somebody else? I'm like, no, I want to just do this and be sitting in again, fill in the blank. Like, oh, I'm in Barcelona on my rooftop office doing my coaching calls because I can. Yeah. Yeah. And if that means I'm working from noon until 8 p.m., like, do I care? No. No, I'll go to the beach in the morning and I'll have a great breakfast and then I'll just work later than normal. Yeah. yeah. Or kick all those clients out and make them come on early. I don't know. Yeah, you can, you design it. And yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. But see, it's well, I, so cool to have a partner that's like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll make it happen. Yes. Like that's, um, I guess, so excited about that. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot and of, it's so possible. Yeah. Like, you're always like, yeah, let's do it. So easy. I don't it's know special. If there's races out there, but the population there's a lot of people, so mm-hmm. you can find it. And I think it starts with you, and then it starts with uh, what I've really learned over the last year is your your words turn into your thoughts, and then your thoughts are your reality. Yep. Simple, simple little steps have helped. Yeah. So everyone who's now in love with you as much as I am, how can they find you? Follow you? How can they support you? Uh. We're all on uh, social, but if you just put acrylics, you'll find Alex, myself, and all the work. Then now we'll just umbrella down to acrylics is clearly Alec, Chris, and Alex. Yeah. How do you spell it? C H R I L L E K S. There you go. Acrylics. Perfect. Well, guys, thank you so much. This has been lovely. I could talk to you guys for days on end. I cannot wait to do like a team retreat with you guys and just do stuff like this for 24 seven. But right. We'll use New your idea. backyard, you use our backyard and we'll do it. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> but you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to hear everyone's feedback of how, how much they got out of this uh, podcast. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to today's episode. All the links to connect with Chris, Alex, and Curlix are in our show notes at thepowerfulladies.com forward slash podcast. There you can also leave your comments and ask questions about this episode. Want more Powerful Ladies? Come join us on Instagram at Powerful Ladies, where you can also find some free downloads to start being powerful today. Subscribe to this podcast and help us connect with more listeners by leaving us a five-star rating and a review. If you're looking to connect directly with me, visit caraduffy.com. I'd like to thank our producer, composer, and audio engineer, Jordan Duffy. Without her, this wouldn't be possible. You can follow her on Instagram at Jordan K. Duffy. 
We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, I hope you're taking on being powerful in your life. Go be awesome and up to something you love.